hit him. Welcome into the banter. Oh, that was an hey, early that's one. Faster than usual. That was that a lot faster than usual. Pretty quick. You, there's something Pause. to that. Uh, all right, before we get into today's episode too much farther, I want to go ahead and take a, the sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped. Manscaped. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to unleash your beach beast this summer. Manscaped is here to help you with your up now your what, beach now? game with your new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Like your your beast at the beach. Oh, okay. Your beast. I oh, this beast? is a, this is a beard ad. Okay, this is a beard mind. ad. The beard okay, Hedger so is a game changer, allowing you to shape your beard like a true beach babe. We got three beards on the podcast. Yeah, today. and I'm the one oh, doing oh, the read. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Visit manscaped.com and use code banter twenty for twenty percent off and free shipping. Tame your mame. So say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you twenty hair cutting links Boom. we're displaying four of them i'm just kidding stubble um anywho <laughs> so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that is the biggest benefit of all time my wife yeah. is so grateful for this thing mm-hmm. plus it's waterproof so you can shave in the shower and avoid all that hair in the sink and the titanium coated t-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face leading to a single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time Interesting. The Pro Kit doesn't in there, though. They have created four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. We're talking beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm, a pomade that shapes, styles, and moisturizes and tames for a sculpted look to attract any fellas or dames. That rhymes. That's fun. I love The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code BANTER20 at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code BANTER20. Thanks again to Manscaped. I think we're contractually obligated to shave spoilers Trevor's head tonight with a Manscaped trimmer, right? Yes. Yes, that's what I was going to say. We we're probably going to use it tonight. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Clippers. So Robbie's yep. here. <laughs> Robbie, this is, yeah, this is Robbie C. He said he had a question to kick us off. Oh, I do. Is, is, there, the is there any way that Robbie can scoot a little bit more forward? Anyway? Robbie, can you be more forward? If I'm, that way. That's better. Now you're now you're more in focus. There we go. Yeah. You can spread your legs a little bit if you want. No, it's okay. I like I like pointing them very very close. I have oh, okay. I have very short legs as a six foot three individual. So that's one of that's my, interesting. It's a lie. I have very uh, long. Okay. Lied, I've lied twice in the last three minutes. Yeah. So that's. Oh, not I have very long legs. It's a record. Five foot ten individual. I have the cool have the size legs you would expect someone that's five ten to have. <laughs> I lied uh, multiple times there. I'm five eleven. All right. So here's the question, guys. Where am I? Is obviously tonight we're celebrating 100k yes. on Main. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you could wake up tomorrow and have the views. And a hundred thousand subscribers on any like in any niche mm. that you wanted to have oh gosh, on YouTube, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh gosh. And it can't be disc golf. We'll say we'll say for the sake of the argument it can't be disc golf. Yeah. And it can because obviously can't. you've already can't. it cannot. We, you've okay. already achieved that. Challenge. I'm, I'm gonna say you can't running. double up on that niche. Running? Because then because in this world that we just painted, I'm imagining foundation mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Okay. So that's what I'm imagining is because I have 100K and that's what I do for a living. And so I feel like running would be good because then it's like I have to get up and run because I have this YouTube channel. Mm. And so I enjoy running guy. too. And it's something I'm already doing every morning. I just like vlog it and then I have 100K and that's my job. I'm, I'm having a hard time. I have like three that I'm trying to settle on. So maybe Lego. Lego is one of the three that I'm trying you to settle on. You might would just have yeah. to go Lego. I think I think I could be excited about Lego. Imagine the Lego brand deals you can get. Ooh. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I get Lego. all the, the guys that I watch on YouTube, they get like all the new sets sent to them early. That you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all that. But I also think like a Falconry channel with 100K would be awesome. 
Hang out with my Hawks and Eagles all day. That would be, awesome. that would be cool. sick. Make a living doing that. So I think yeah. I want to go falconry. That's all right. There you go. Yeah. Now, okay, so I have to ask a question yes. for this question. Um, the answer is yes. Does this mean that you also wake up with the ability to sustain that channel, or it has to be based off of your present state? You just have the following. That's that's a great question. Wow. In my mind, I do think that like it's your present. It basically, state. You just we have just the accelerated the timeline to today, uh, and you have grown it to hundred thousand. Oh, so you okay. Do have the following. So you have maybe the habits that you've built as well. Correct. Okay. Hmm. That's definitely interesting. I think my answer is still the same. Well, yeah, now because now you have all the birds. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You already have the birds. Yeah, and not yeah, not <laughs> like bird is the word. Well, oh, bird I just bird, bought bird, this hundred thousand subscriber channel, and all right, cool. I can say that I have that, and I have a plaque, but no one watches my videos. No, like you're you're successful. Well, I was more wondering niche. of like it's like it's tomorrow. I have the following, but I have my present skills, and I own this all the things I own now, and live in the same place mm. I live now. Is what, what I was wondering. Yeah, but uh, because if that's the case, I think it'd be really cool to have a theology channel. But I'm not smart enough right now for that. But I would like to think if I'd grown it to a hundred thousand subscribers, I will be more knowledgeable by them. It's true. But because I think also think that would be the best for me because it would force me to be in practices that would like improve that. I also. My cheater answer would be just some kind of hobby channel because I would like to be able to do many different things yeah. because I have a really hard time sticking to one hobby. I love all of them, but realistically, I should probably choose like a music channel, like where I do like covers or something. What's your uh, channel name? That's the question. Ooh. Uh, I for a while, train. I for a while almost started Thomas a- Trains. <laughs> I for a while almost started a cover uh, channel during COVID. I wanted to start. I wanted to make um, what are they called reels yeah. on Instagram of like just like thirty second sections of songs that I'm covering. I okay. like almost started it, and I had Gabby make me a graphic and everything, and it was going to be called Connor's Covers with a K, and it was just an it was just like uh, just my hair and my beard and mustache and my eyebrows, and that was the that was the logo. I think oh. I you know I paid someone to do that. Not the Connors covers, but get because we were we were trying to come up with a stamp idea. This is this is for mystery boxes. Oh last yeah, year. you sh- mm-hmm. you showed me, and it looked like Santa Claus. I should have just texted Gabby and been like, "Yo, <laughs> take that." I think you could have saved me like ten bucks. Connor does that. I think would be a good hobby channel. Connor for does that. Connor yeah, does would, that. Oh, that's fun. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Or what's Connor, Connor can. Doing? Connor mm. can. With with yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's fun. Connor Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Hunters is obviously get up and run full. That's, that's yeah. yours. Get up and run, Mr. Fool. T. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Robbie, what's yours? Uh, so I think like my Easy. I'm thinking through the you're like you're doing a running channel, but you also like are currently growing a running channel at the same like somewhat, right? Somewhat. It's more so I'm I'm growing an accountability group to help me get to my marathon, but it's via YouTube channel. That's yes. fair. That's fair. That That is that is much more... You can check that out on YouTube. Uh, yeah, Lemonade <laughs> saved his life. Links lemonade did save my life. Did you like that thumbnail? <laughs> I Full did. AI. I love the thumbnail, 100% yes. 100% AI. I was, I was pretty very, proud of it. I was very proud of it. Uh, so I think for me, it would be gaming. I have no problem in my life taking my hobbies and immediately turning them into my like into a job. It doesn't bother me one bit, and in fact <laughs> makes me feel like I'm allowed to actually enjoy my hobbies more. It's almost like you did do that. It is. It is exactly what I did. Um, I would say board games, but the problem with board games is like that niche 
is there's really only two options with a board game channel. You can either like review games or you can teach people how to play them. And there are great channels that do both of those already. And I don't think I'd have anything fun to offer mm-hmm. in that space. Like it would just be fun getting to play games. I'll say so, it'd also be tough because I feel like a board game, like if you wanted to go board game channel where you play board games, you'd have to like have multiple friends that you're doing it yeah. with constantly. Yeah, you yeah. very reliant. Versus like a video game channel, you can just hop online. Yeah. Like it's, you can stream with people, but you can also just like hop into a random dubs. Yeah. And I like, I look at like major video game streamers, like obviously like the hundred thieves team and whatnot of courage and Valk and like, they have created such a following playing video games that they get to, you were talking about like, you can't like sticking with a hobby. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty to me. Like as I'm trying to grow a gaming channel is I think to grow the channel, you have to pick a game and stick with it. So that Mm -hmm. people like come follow you for that. Yeah. And then hope that they like your personality enough that if your game dies or you decide to shift games, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, and That's what Courage. Frick, I was watching Courage from um, Warzone because he was playing with Nick Merckx and yep. Tim Tapman and all that. But then I found him funny. So then he jumped over and got super into Among Us. And then I really started liking him with Among Us. And then he started playing Fall Guys. And I just followed him. And yeah. what, I would just play whatever he played. And then Nick Merckx went from Fortnite to Warzone back to Fortnite for a little bit even i think he dipped his toes into apex and then came back to warzone but once you you're right once you have a big enough following and people just like you like yeah. you get on and nick Merckx has sixty thousand people watching him stream every yeah. time you're like what the that's frick? crazy yeah mm. it's wild i will wow. say video game channels though the grind mm. like those channels you got to put out a video like every day well that's the tough part of like <laughs> miss me with that <laughs> disc golf um the especially when we started it wasn't crowded mm. so like it was easy to stand that's what i feel um there's this one channel i won't call i won't say his name but there's this one channel who used to be big on youtube mm-hmm. especially mr, at the mr. Time. beast hunter yes. you can just say it okay fine mr no. beast oh jimmy <laughs> used to be big on youtube in the disc golf sphere mm. um but it was in a time where there was literally no competition so like we all watched the channel and it wasn't we didn't watch it necessarily because of how good the videos were it was just like it was the only option of certain things mm. and he's still posting content and i feel bad because he posts on like his instagram of how like the algorithm hates him now and how like all this stuff about like things aren't getting pushed the way they used to and like he might shut his channel down all this he's been doing it for years he's been grinding for years but the difference was like as disc golf content creators started entering the scene at the end of the day, there's just stuff out there better than his now. And yep. so I know his name and a lot of like old school disc golfers would know his name. But if you're new to the sphere, you're going to find someone else in his niche because he never evolved. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I think that like entering a, a sphere that's already crowded, like disc golf, we were able to put out videos at the beginning that got traction that sucked to be quite frank when especially when I was when I was shooting and editing the videos if you go back and watch them especially same. thumbnails too you'd be like same brother. if foundation uploaded this right now it'd be the worst video of all time yeah same. but at that time we were the only ones doing disc golf challenges so it allowed us to just stand out because if you wanted stuff that wasn't pros playing wasn't coverage we were kind of it and now that's not true anymore but we've had a year's head start to where people are starting where we started and it's a much harder space to get in and now we've progressed and we're filthy with a lot of stuff that we do um i can say that because i'm not the one that does it um and so 
It's Connor. Now it is. It's Connor, <laughs> it's Connor and Silas. Connor. Trevor at times, but you know, poor guy. Um, that's why he's not on the podcast right now. He's just trying yeah. to play some stuff. He's in timeout. Yeah, he's in timeout. We put mm. him in the corner. Um, we said, do research. That's what he's doing right now. That's research. not a joke. He's research. Research. better than you can be on the podcast. Yeah. I, they, once you get better, you can be on the podcast. We'll definitely didn't decide who's on it. But yeah, um, not he's not very good at talking in front of the camera. Yeah. Yet. That's what he's yeah. working on. It's he's actually, we put him in a closet with a camera yeah. and he mm-hmm. has to recite <laughs> his name 150,000 times. That video will come out later. It's Manscaped ad reads. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah just, just Manscaped ad reads. That, one, Trevor, that one's trimmer, behind a paywall. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, have to ask a very important question. But I was just, my final. Don't let me forget. Don't let me forget, though. Okay. I was just going to say, that's what would be tough of like like if i was trying to grow this running channel that i started beyond like right now where it's at right now is enough to motivate me to get me to the marathon because i Mm. have like 300 some people that watch and like 50 of them comment and that's enough that like on a day where i don't feel like running i'm like i'm gonna let 50 people down that are gonna come that's all i need from it Mm -hmm. but if i was trying to actually like grow it grow it it'd be so hard because there's so many people with tons of resources and way more athletic way better pacing than me pouring content into the space same with gaming and stuff like that where it's yeah. like if you're trying to actually compete in a big niche you better hope that your personality stands out from the rest that's yeah. all you got versus if you go into a really small niche then like you might just strike gold because you're the only one doing what you're doing yeah. in general personality or you're like really skilled yes. my my important question um was I feel like Brad is incredible at on the spot thinking of names for things. So I have to know what the name of his channel would be. Oh, yeah. My? Oh, yes. Your Falcon Falcon channel. Channel. Falcon's going to be Raptorious. Oh, okay. That's, oh, a good, yeah. that's a good name. That's a good name. I, can, you give, can you give me three more names? Um, <laughs> he didn't like Raptorious. I know. No, I, I like Raptorious. Yeah. I like Raptorious, but it wasn't hey, like. Brad, I loved it. Yeah. He uh-huh. hates it. No, yeah. I think it's a good name, but I also Connor know that Brad. Brad spits him out so well. Yeah. So I'm going to put him on the spot here. Um, There's the thumbnail. Well, skydive, sky guy. I think that's love that's that. one. Love and that. you would think it'd be a skydive channel. You go Pranked. there and it's hot. Birds and diving, yeah, and attacking yeah. things. You're like, could the thumbnail be birds jumping out of a plane, or like the uh, like right. the logo of the channel, the, like, channel birds banner. jumping yeah. out of planes? Like, mm-hmm. yes, Thumbs yes, up, it let's can. do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then another one, feather features. Feather features. Ooh, I, I like, like that. that one. I like that. All the. Yeah, I still like it. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, do not do that. To yeah, me. I think it's fine. What there. about furry features? No, nope. uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> I was thinking that. That's just a docu series on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I really wanted to for a while, mainly because I enjoyed doing it. But whenever Exile by uh, Taylor Swift came out, um, that whole album was on Folklore or Evermore. I can't remember which one it's on, but that whole like those two albums were like crazy involved songwriting wise. And I've always been really interested in, in songwriting and like it was part of my major in college. And so I like, I consider myself a pretty decent songwriter, writer, like knowledge wise. And so I really Write enjoy, right I now. really right now. Oh, dang, can't do it, wow. man. Wow. Yeah, I didn't graduate. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> songwriter Kennedy is what we all called him. Yeah. yeah, two months and you didn't write <laughs> saw, a song on the spot. I saw a comment on <laughs> I saw a comment on the banter the other day that said, "I need to know what Foundation's vetting process is." Obviously, Connor isn't a finisher. Whenever he gets tired of Foundation, he's just gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "I need to know why they hired him." That's, That's hilarious. It's because I lied. Um. So uh, anyway. Hey. Uh, if 
You stretched the truth. You didn't lie. I didn't lie. I was just kidding. It's more fun to say that lie, yeah. though. You know, it's more like a YouTube drama thing. Yeah. Connor no. lied to get hired here. Yeah. Get the clicks. <laughs> <laughs> if you clicked on that, you just you just figured out why. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry Surprise. to disappoint you. <laughs> I was, but I wanted to specifically for the song Exile. It was blowing up at the time, and I love analyzing songwriting and, and analyzing lyrics and figure out the meaning. And so I really wanted to release. A like have a channel where I did like the first part of the so like I've got like a 30 second clip of a cover and if you want to watch the rest of the cover or uh, no the way I want to do it was it was the thumbnail it's just like you know like YouTube yeah. and it says like Taylor Swift explained or like something like that like because like exposed yeah because yeah, then you're like oh I, what is this song about I want to know what this song is about it's kind of cryptic and then I would break down the different stanzas and the structure of the song, the way that these specific, this specific personification is supposed to make you feel, like all this stuff about it. So from a songwriting perspective, what this song means, what it wants you to feel, why you feel this way. And then at the end of it, out of a little 30 second clip of me doing a cover, that would say, if you'd like to see the full cover, like click this video. And then I would also have covers on there of me singing the song. Ooh. I thought that was a fun idea. That was a fun idea. I don't have I've time seen, to do anything. I've YouTube, seen though. a lot of uh, like TikToks blow up of people like like vocal coach reacting. Yeah. So, like mm-hmm. Adele hitting a, a Some of my vocal professors started releasing videos like that. I think That's it's awesome. really funny, but they're all like on Facebook. That's great. <laughs> yeah, That's nice. Or one of my old vocal coaches, he um, he releases videos of like like on TikTok, I guess they have like where you do edit yeah. and they like sing the background vocals and you're supposed to like sing like yeah. Tarzan or well, no, not Tarzan because that's Phil Collins, but like uh, Aladdin the album or something like that. And I just watched this whole video of him of him singing. It was really funny on Facebook. He only posted on Facebook, though. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Uh, do you play any obscure instruments? Um, I mainstream guy? not like um not like I don't know not like that I would be like oh yeah I play this instrument it's kind of weird no one else plays it but I do like I learned music by ear a lot and then learned theory later in life so I can confidently say that if you give me any instrument I'll be able to play you something on it in a very short like period of time like if I would say if you give me a instrument within an hour I can play something that sounds like music okay is this music (laughs) <laughs> what defines what sounds like music? Because I've heard As free in jazz. It's melodic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can play free jazz on anything. <laughs> that's your hey. That's your channel, Connor. You someone gives you a you spin a wheel on a random instrument. You're like, but oh. see, I'm not that good at it though. Like I could do it like in front. Like you said if, in an hour. Yes, but well, I could nice play. Is, I said I could play something yeah. that sounds like music. There's people that are so like they have such perfect pitch and such crazy theory knowledge and all that stuff like Jacob Collier and like all these different people on YouTube that can literally spin the wheel and then play whatever song on whatever instrument without really I think you should do the thing where you go on Omegle and you tell people (laughs) to tell you a song and you play it for them but you're dressed as screen (laughs) (laughs) have you seen that that have you seen those videos yes they're always they're so bad and every once in a while I see one where like they like set it up to where they have a bunch of different accounts and they convince like they convince like this person that there's someone behind them. <laughs> they're like they're like start it and they're like, "Hey, how's it going? What? What is that?" And they just switch it, <laughs> and then they the My next person does the, the same thing. The piano guy, the like he like goes on there and then he'll ask you for like a few words and like puts it into a song and like mm-hmm. 
It's not freestyle rap. I don't know what he does. There's also freestyle rappers. Yeah, mm. Harry. They're Mack. bad. It's very cringe. Harry Mack's not not bad. I've He's watched, not cringy. I've watched Harry Mack for years. So I'm just like, in, like I'm entranced by how he. Have you watched Harry Mack? I've not. So he's a freestyle rapper. He he's arguably the best. Like he's good freestyle a- rappers confuse the crap out of me. I don't like. I just don't get it. So I think it was Harry Mack had a conversation with Gary V, and he was asking him. He was fascinated by it and was saying, "How do you how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Like how does your brain work?" And he said, "Basically, if you give me a word, yeah. he'll he'll think backwards as he's like rap- rapping of like how many things he can rhyme with that word and like progressively go backwards. So yeah. As soon as you give him the word, he's like sitting there and just like thinking backwards mm-hmm. and then just progresses forward to it. Mm-hmm. So like that's how okay. his brain works. So what he'll do. Wow, that's impressive. What he'll do for all those who don't know who Harry Mack is and Robbie. Um, that's me. That's Robbie. <laughs> but he'll go out to like, you know, he's in L.A. He'll go out to the, the boardwalk or whatever. And I'm sorry, that's two different places. But you get it. He's in he's in California or wherever. He'll go out to the street and he'll appear. Yeah, the pier. And there'll be like a group of people. He'll be like, hey, can I do a freestyle rap for you? And he'll like, there'll be four people. He'll be like, all right, each of you give me a word that's on an animal or food. And they'll each give him a word. And then he puts a beat on. And then he'll rap and like resolve all of those. But he'll also like he'll just keep going. Work in with their, their clothes and people that come by and where they are. Like he'll just like off the top of his head. It's, it's very impressive. Does he ever have bloopers in that video, in his videos, where he like walks up and he's like, hey guys, you mind if I do a freestyle rap? And they're like, no. Yeah, there's that's happened. That's happened. Uh, well, okay. he, he's uh, like a, I'm sorry. Are you uh, sure? I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that it always you starts will awkward. Love it. Yeah. it always starts awkward because there's no way for that situation not because to be he's awkward. Like, and they're like, because you're sitting there, and you're like, like if I was getting rapped to, I would be the most awkward. That's the most awkward scenario I would I like could to possibly rap to think you. of. <laughs> I had a question. Oh, you mind if I rap at you? <laughs> when Yo. you were saying about like you were talking about um, songwriting. Yes. And you're using all these different words and going more in depth. Mm-hmm. And then I'm currently watching um, Quarterback on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's Kirk, Kirk. Yeah. First off, Kirk Cousins is my all-time favorite player now. Who is Kurt's cousin? After watching watching this Quarterback Sports. documentary, <laughs> I'm in love with the guy. Incredible. He probably hates Kirk Cousins. He's a Minnesota Vikings fan. Um, I have feelings, but he has feelings if you, if about, you watched, him, about him as a per, as a player, not a person. Well, I just like I'm watching. So it's Patrick Mahomes. He's not a person. Him and Marcus Mariota. He's just and guy. he's out there just getting steamrolled left and right, and he's not blaming his team. He's he gets up where he can barely breathe every game with his like ribs broken basically, and he immediately it's like always his fault. Like he just like owns it up and then just like goes out there and right now this is I think it's covering last season so they had a really good start we had, we but had a really good season that's, that's where they're at right now yeah um so don't spoil it for me but um anyway <laughs> but what's crazy is so it essentially <laughs> it essentially follows kind of like the F1 show and golf did mm-hmm. but it's only these three quarterbacks and it follows them a lot off the field and so. First off, Kirk Cousins gets blown out 40-3 to by the Dallas Cowboys week before Thanksgiving, has to turn around for Thanksgiving Day on Thursday, and Mondays at the Salvation Army just serving up food to people. Oh, wow. That's Kirk Cousins. That's so, it. Patrick Mahomes. Skull. Uh, you aren't going to like his wife more if you watch the show. I was hoping she seems really irritating, really annoying. I've never been able to stand her. I can't stand her more watching mm. the show. Um, it's just who she is. Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, I've become a fan of him. Poor guy, though. Think he sucks as a quarterback. Um, although we did just get to the... Well, I'm, at a, I'm at a cliffhanger where they just replaced him with their rookie QB, mm. and he apparently disappears from the team. Ooh. Like, he's just like, deuces, I'm out. Illuminati. But he did just have... A, he just had a kid. So, 
Also, so, this is all side notes from what I was trying to get to, but this show's fascinating. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' wife, they just had on the calendar, baby boy, 8.30 a.m. on a Monday for weeks. Huh. And it was his off week. So I, I'm guessing that she just scheduled to go get induced a week that it was Probably. his off week on a Monday so that she could have him there wow. more. Crazy stuff. That's Marcus crazy. Mariota. This is how bad this guy. This guy had got it bad last season. Mariota the snake. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> his wife had. This is in December, I think. Wednesday, his wife has their first child. Okay. Goes in labor, has their first child. Thursday, he's called has in. Their second child. No. Mm. Thursdays, he's called into the Atlanta Falcons, like he- headquarters. Day so, after. Yeah, twenty-four okay. hours or less later. Okay. And that was to be told he's being replaced as a starting quarterback. Ooh. And then that's when he doesn't show back up to the team. <sighs> now that's he doesn't have I'm a job. Right now. now he doesn't have any money anymore. That's yeah. where I'm at right now. Because <laughs> that's how uh, they work. That's how that works. <laughs> uh, but anyways, <laughs> all of that to say, they went like into the minds of the quarterback where they're talking through like how much prep they have to do and like going through like just going over the play calls and they like sit down and like draw out the plays and like how much film they're watching. And, like, I feel like everything in life that seems really simple, like, when you just sit down and listen to a song, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the lyrics, like, you can be like, oh, that's kind of deep. But you don't ever, at least I don't, I'm sure you do because you have, like, knowledge behind it. But, like, if you don't have innate knowledge of, like, the process before, you just accept it at face value. And so many things in life that just seem simple. Like, you think, like... Like coffee. Like coffee. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, or a lot of professional athletes quarterbacks they kind of seem like you you'd be like oh yeah he's probably kind of a dumb guy like good thing he has sports you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then you watch him prep and like the stuff they're doing it, i would be torture to me like mm-hmm. it looks like the most complicated math homeworky type stuff of them sitting down with like pages and pages of journals studying defense and explaining like what they're viewing when like you know, oh, I got to watch this corner and try to see if he has any tells of when he's going to go left or right. Or if this guy's going to, you know, I've noticed that he loads more on his back foot if he's going to blitz versus not. So, like, in game, I got to watch his back foot. And if he loads it, I know he's blitzing. Like, I'm like, listen to him. I'm like, wow, the frick are you talking about? And then they go through the play calls and they just start making up words left and right. Mm. And like they say stuff and I'm like, there's no way everyone knows what that means. But everyone <laughs> on the team knows what that means. Like there's so much more that goes into like I just yeah. I just always assumed like when I play Madden, like five plays pop up, they all have funny names, cool names. I pick one, everyone just goes runs their route and I just kinda chuck the ball. And like yeah. you know, I have good vision, I have good vision. That's how I play Madden. But mm. there's so much more to it. That's why I really like talking to people about things that they're really passionate about because most of the time if it's like I, especially things that are really interesting um, or actually more so I like it when people are really passionate about things that don't seem interesting because that means there's a lot mm. more behind it than I previously thought mm. mm-hmm. and so I, I like anytime someone gets passionate about something and starts talking about it like it will make me passionate about it because I didn't realize there was so much involved you should with watch that. this quarterback show Nah, I'm not fo- interested in that. Well, see, football. <laughs> I've never, I've never been like I understand how football works at a very, very, very basic level. Like I can uh-huh. go to a football game, I'm not going to be confused about rules or like I can go mm-hmm. enjoy a football game. Yeah. But if you tell me about like a zone three coverage or whatever, you lost me, mm. gone. Because I never played football, so I don't understand defense and stuff. But then I was watching this quarterback show, and like my mind was just progressively being blown mm. by like how much they do during the week and like. Yeah. Also, you don't think about they're getting basically put in, like, especially a quarterback. He's going through multiple car wrecks a game. Mm -hmm. And then 
has to have a completely different game plan to go back out and do it again on the next Sunday. So like the first that's like that's not few, good for you. No, the first <laughs> few days of the week is just but it's cool trying to get their body back to where they can even throw a football again. That's bizarre. And like mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins was like he had like a chiropractor. Hey guys, mas- let's go almost die again. Yeah, he, he has like chiropractor and masseuses come to his house like every Monday and like get out like different knots and stuff that like try to get where he his arm can even have mobility again. Wow, because he he got hit more than anyone else last year. And that is correct. then, then he just like basically just tries to get his body back to normal so that by Wednesday or Thursday, he can just throw a ball again so that by Sunday he can go play. I fell one time while snowboarding a year and a half ago and I still hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You're talking about like reading and doing all that. It's when you, when you run a play in Madden and you're like scanning the field, trying to find your opportunity and all of a sudden like your controller vibrates because someone just trucked you. Just think about like that vibration. That was an actual is, truck. Someone actually, yeah, like a truck you. just drove over you. Like well, that's the thing too is the people that are hitting quarterbacks are like three hundred some pound pure muscle, muscle linemen. Mm-hmm. They're just lowering their shoulders. Well, that's why they call them it. quarterbacks because they're only a quarter of the people who are hitting them. They only have the quarter of their back left when they're done yes. playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be a, a Vikings fan, welcome. Uh, you know? I I've always been a Cowboys fan just because my dad's a Cowboys fan, but I can't tell you anything about the Cowboys. So I was thinking when I was watching this, I was like, I need to pick an obscure team, but I don't want to pick like the Vikings. I feel like had a decent season last year. Okay, so I'll I'll tell you why the Vikings are trash. Sell, sell me on being a Vikings fan. I need to know that they suck. Sports. They they do. Uh, okay, so I might we, be won, <laughs> we won. I think we won eleven games last season, and of the eleven games we won, ten of them we won by a score. Like by no more than one score. Yeah. So we won almost half of them on like, oh no, we got to push down and we're going to kick a field goal and win the game. So that was over half of Prime our Primetime Kirk. Am I right? <laughs> Is he right, boys? No. Uh, oh, Kirk he's not Cousins, right, boys. On Sunday night, I think he's like one in 22. Uh, his primetime record in the documentary was 10 and 18 going into the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. And he won that. So 11 and 18. Yeah. But hey, I don't know Hunter, your night. boy sucks now. Okay. I love, I love Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, if you like Kirky, then you can kind of like, we got good things going. We got Jay Jettas. This dude literally, uh, this is, this is the type of guy that at least this show's painting him to be. I've never met him, but he, he has, he has a bunch of like, he has tons of trophies and accolades and stuff. And if you look at Patrick Mahomes house, which to be fair, this is probably what I would do. He has his like Lombardi trophy on his mantle above his TV mm-hmm. and like his MVP trophies and all that like on, in his living room. He played for MVP? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gyro. Big gyro. But like he has his <laughs> accolades out there, which why not? He's mm-hmm. the greatest football player of his generation in a lot of ways. But Kirk Cousins got a lot of other awards, a lot of other not MVPs, but a lot of game balls and a lot of other trophies. And when they were building their house, he told the builder like, I don't want this on display anywhere, like somewhere people can see it, but I want to like, I still want to have them. They're good memories. Mm-hmm. So he literally had his builder build a uh, like Murphy door or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. So it just looks like a bookshelf mm-hmm. that opens to this room. So that if you come to his house, there's no chance you're seeing all of his trophies because he doesn't want all that attention, all that focus on him. Wow. That's Kirk. And so he go mm-hmm. behind this bookshelf, and then there's a room just full of trophies and accolades. That's pretty sick. So he's like, I want to be able to walk in here and like have all the memories of like, yeah. you know, when I was playing peewee football and blah, 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 like has all this. But he's like, but I don't want it on display. That's cool. pretty That's pretty cool. That comes here's, across as a cool yeah, guy. Here's, here's the final three selling points I'll give you on why you should be a Vikings fan. All right. Uh, Hit him with it. Number one, we're not good. So you're not that's a bandwagon. You're want. not a bandwagon. I don't want to be a bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere near bandwagon. And we will most likely make the playoffs pretty much every year. And we will break your heart 
every year. I love so that. it's the rush of, <laughs> are we going to do? Okay, we didn't. Um, that's just Minnesota sports fans. You got general. me. I'm now um, a Vikings fan. Biggest and then fan right second, here. second, mascot. The helmet is one of the cleanest looking helmets in all of the NFL. Like just the singular horn coming back on both sides. Super clean. And from a wearing standpoint, not a lot of people are hunting purple down in their lives. So there's almost mm, always like purple, like purple shirts and things available, and you can just call it a Viking shirt. I can like, dig with purple. Yeah, I, love, I, I don't like purple. I love it. Uh, and then this isn't for you, Connor. Yeah, no, he's selling no, me. No, everything's yeah. for me. That's fair. Well, Connor is the only staple of the banter. So that's, that's true. You. This is my show, everyone. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, third, <laughs> so we have a pregame <laughs> chant. Uh, yes, it's the, the skull, skull chant. Yeah, that's electric. It is. It is so uniting because yeah. we start off. It's the it's most a, it's soccer-like thing in American sports. It's a slow clap where everyone's above their head and they're That's saying fun. skull. And there's a giant war drum in the stadium. And they're why like, skull? Uh, it's Viking call. Viking. Okay. Skull Vikes. I think that's very cool. S K O L. Oh, oh, as a Viking fan, yeah, not like skull. And so it's they're like banging this big drum. I think I'm a Vikings fan. That's fun. Yeah, and then we clap, and then at the very end we blow the Galler horn, which is this giant Viking horn. After we finish the like skull, that's pretty sick. Because that's what I was watching. I was watching this quarterback show. That's awesome. And I was like, man, like I need to get more into football because whenever football season comes around, like I'll watch some Cowboys games, but I don't care. Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, it just doesn't matter to me. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, well, my dad, my dad doesn't even care that much anymore. I'm sorry, Father. Um, and my my sister, my sister and my brother in law, they're big Cowboys fans. But like, I don't know, the Cowboys. It, it's similar to like my brother in law's a Tech fan, and like you're just gonna suck every year. There's no way around it. True. Like every year, everyone's gonna think you're gonna be great. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, this is our season. This is our season." Like I've heard it my entire life. This is the year Cowboys are going Super Bowl. You see our team. You got Ezekiel. Blah, blah, blah. We suck. Not gonna work out. Yeah. But I've never been a big enough fan to like care about that. It hasn't hurt mm-hmm. me. I need to get hurt by a team. Oh, he needs to get hurt. And so like, I sounds like the Vikings are your guys. They'll drag so. you along and oh, then crush your that's heart. That's the thing. Yeah. Is like, I don't want to just jump in and be any like success. I don't like the team. I would probably root for the most if I just jumped in and just let my heart go where my heart wanted would be Joe Burrow. But I don't want to be attached to a player yeah. because I feel like if you're attached to a player, then as soon as that player leaves, you don't know what to do with yourself. But the Bengals I used are to like be, actually good. Yeah, that's the problem too. It's like then I'd be a bandwagon fan yeah. team. But like, because I used to be a LeBron fan back in the day when he was originally at Cleveland. Mm. Then LeBron left and went to Miami. Super team. I was still a LeBron fan, but now what do I do? Because I've been rooting for Cleveland, but now my the player I rooted for, whole reason I rooted for Cleveland is gone. Mm. So mm. then I switched to a Miami fan. And then he went back to Cleveland. At that point, I think it was when I started to not like LeBron, but then it was just, that's when I like just kind of stopped following the NBA. So I'm like, well, I can't just be a wishy-washy fan. That's fair. So I was just going to go and just pick like a middle-of-the-road record team from last year, but I think he just sold me on the Vikings. Yeah. I now I've got a question. You know, I'm a big football gay, guy. Knows so much about the football. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. You guys got a problem with it? We got it. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> A big football guy over here. Uh, I know everything about the game. Big football guy. The ball is like a regular ball, but it's like more like footy ovular. It's shaped like hand ovular. Arnold. Yeah, it's more ovular. Um, so it's like rugby, but not. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm now all in on the Vikings. Biggest fan over here. Do you mm. think that they would consider changing the color? <laughs> 
I don't care for purple. <laughs> you can wear we white. also have gold. Yeah. White gold and, and gold. white are also Ooh. our colors. Gold, what about yellow? Gold's kind of like a mustard yellow. Yeah, it is, yeah. honestly. Our gold is pretty mustard yellowy. That's the only... T- You'd it's probably, not very I mean, all, option, I mean all, I'm all in on the Vikings. Your However, option could be the Packers. Do you think they would consider no, changing their mascot? No. Well, I'm saying they're green and yellow. Mm, no, I don't want that. Don't, don't like be that. a Packers fan. Oh, yes, sir, I won't. Um, what? So He's lactose intolerant. Do you think so that they would... Uh, do you think that they Jesus. would be willing to change their mascot? How to, dare you? Instead of being history? a Viking, they would be a Viking standing next to someone that they just did the spread eagle to. <laughs> you guys know about that? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> I think I now they're they're the ones who chose the name Viking. All right, and they're dressing up as some kind of like cute. No, dude. Kings of the North. I need to be scrappier. I need them to be a little scrappier team. I need them to be a little messier. I do feel like when I think of Vikings, like my traditional Viking image is a red, like big beard, like Eric the Viking. Like I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident, redhead. Like if you fits. put a Viking but helmet on Connor, I could see it. The I interesting it, thing yeah. is that the major- Vikings, like Vikings are often depicted and like very different than they actually were. Because I I heard read this in some kind of history article, and I don't remember where it was from. Okay, but I also saw a video that said the same thing. So it's somewhat consistent. And I've heard it from Connor. So. And he's heard it from me. Oh, okay. But apparently... Multiple sources can confirm this. Apparently oh. the Vikings, uh, later from what they found of Vikings dragons. remains and stuff like that, uh, were not big, burly men. For the most part, Vikings were... I mean, they were wanderers and they were pillagers and they like they didn't have like they were not healthy people. So they were not big, strong men. They were all super like skinny malnourished but they were all psycho so basically they would run into villages and the reason why they were able to pillage and like like take over all these different things is because they were psychopaths and so they had no boundaries they would just go nuts and what happened is the people that were left from the village would be the ones in charge of like writing down what happened to the village now if your village just got destroyed by these psychopath people would you write in there they were skinny freaks no you would say they're these big strong scary men uh but that's not actually the case because most vikings were living in like shambles so that's very interesting 22 hours it a sounds daylight exactly does that. it sounds exactly like the team yeah from what we i'm are understanding a bunch of malnourished <laughs> Skinny psychos. There we go. It sounds like they're insane. They can really pull some stuff together, but when you get to the bones of it in the playoffs, they're just skinny freaks. I was really, I was really, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of being written, and we are not included. I was kind of upset. Like you guys do seem like the kind of guys that would know this, but I was really upset that like somebody didn't know what the spread eagle thing was because I really wanted to explain it. But like since you guys know, I'm not going to know. Yeah, I just don't think you should explain it. I know what it is. That's what you're saying. He was hoping that all of us would be like, wait, what? What's yeah, I wanted to be able to explain it. Yeah. So you know what, Connor? I'll give it to you. No, no, nope. no. I'm not going nope. to explain it without. Maybe we know, but it, the podcast, we want to include people. Just, I'll say it in like a not quite as graphic way. I think you can also way. just kind of draw conclusions. No, you either say it completely graphic or not at all, Connor Kennedy. Okay. Yeah, go big I don't home. know every don't single detail, here. but the whole point of it is the way that the Vikings were psychopaths. They were psychopaths. Skinny, malnourished And they were bad people. <laughs> They weren't even people. They're just psychopaths. Yes, they were just psychopaths. Not even humans. Not even humans. Part Uh, walrus, part human. So the whole goal... They were just skinny walruses. They were making organized... They were organized skinny orcas. They were organized and taking down boats way before the orcas were, let me tell you. Brad just said they bred with the sea life. 
And that's where mermaids came from. Yep. We're from All the right. Vikings. Spread anyway, eagle. Go so <laughs> the whole point of Vikings is like their biggest belief is like they're trying to get to Valhalla. So the yes, way you sir. get to Valhalla is oh, spread um, eagle would be a very good clickbaity uh, like falconry channel. That also yeah. would be. I yeah. was thinking for this banter. I'm like, I don't know if I say Connor goes spread eagle if that's going to really get <laughs> the point across. I feel like spread eagle might mean something different on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it <Yeah>. definitely does. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so they, their whole goal is get to Valhalla. The way that you get to Valhalla in a like the most prized way is to die in battle everyone that is a viking wants to die in battle that's why they're all crazy that's why none of them are scared of anything because they're like well if i die i don't care i'll go to valhalla and so they just do the craziest things and um and so but if you do something wrong in the viking community sorry if you do something that they consider not what goes along you know if you break some kind of viking rule or whatever i don't know what rules they have then you get sentenced to the freaking spread eagle thing. It's supposed to be actually a very um, good punishment because if you go through the whole thing without screaming or crying, then they say that you will be able to enter into Valhalla. But if you if you cry or scream at all during it, I don't know what their I guess you just I don't know what their version of hell is or something. But uh, but you that happens to you. Anti Halla. Anti Halla. <laughs> um, Valerie Halla. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so the spread eagle is they like pin you to a post with your arms. They cut your back open. They spread your rib cage apart uh, like wings. And then they take your lungs out of this whole time. They like figure out a way to do it without you dying. So you're not dead during this. You're experiencing it. Then they take your lungs from your back and drape them over your shoulders onto your chest. And then you you just die. You just wait until you bleed out and die. All right, that's a how did does anyone ever? <laughs> I, surely no one's ever made it through without screaming. I no, I they were crazy. I bet they did. Mm, they're skinny. There's not a lot of lung All to right. pull out. Mm. Here's the thing. Yeah, hit us with it. Sounds like tonight, whoever loses, <laughs> game on. Game. All right. Here's the Valhalla. <laughs> uh. If you I get past all get the banned. bad stuff the Vikings did, you have to, you have to ignore it all. Yeah. Why are I'm we ignoring the time. most important like, fact about Vikings, which is they had dragons? That's true. Oh, if you get true, past all of that, that, right, and you just focus on psychopaths, okay. oh, yeah. all they want to do is destroy everyone in their path. I thought you were saying get past the bad stuff. Well, no, no, no. no. Get past <laughs> what they did. Okay. Get past what they did. Get past their bad actions. You're right. You're right. You misunderstood. You're right. You get past their bad actions because... You shouldn't actually ignore that, but bear but with me. But if we did. If we did. If we did. You there's pass a universe, the bad yeah. actions that Vikings did. They have the same personalities, they, but they haven't done anything bad yeah, yet. Yeah, so they are psychopaths. They go into battle with the intent of, I'm going to leave it all out here. I'm literally going to die out here. Leaving all the field. Sick to name a football field football team after that. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's a sick name. I'm on Team Vikings yeah. football-wise. Because like you go into a game and it's skull. like, hey, I'll die on this field. What is That's more mean? honorable than losing. It's just a chance. Yeah, I'll die. I'm with you, man. You see what I'm saying? Purple all the way. Yeah. Now, but again, you have to ignore all the bad stuff they did. Nah, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose not to. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you sold me. I think I'm a Vikings guy. What's one, on. what, what's one thing that you're really, what's one kind of weird or like under the radar thing that you're really passionate about that you think you could convince somebody to also be passionate about? Coffee. I'll go ahead and tell you one thing that's an example. Robbie can give a different answer. He probably should. But 
He's really passionate about the Fast and Furious series. I hated the Fast and Furious series, except for the first three movies, which were actually pretty decent. I really love the history behind the first few Fast and Furious movies, and then they veered from that, and they turned into terrible movies. But then... They turned Robbie into good movies. Terrible was so passionate. Movies. Terrible was car so, films. They're terrible car movies. They're some of the first couple. They're pretty good. And so Robbie was very passionate about the Fast and Furious movies. I call him... He's, he's a Fast and Furious evangelist. It is incredible. <laughs> True. And he once acted out multiple scenes from Fast and Furious and told me why it they're great movies changed my life. I, I love them now. Side note. I haven't watched them since then, but I don't need to. I know I love them because he was so passionate about it. How can I not be? Side note, this is probably the only situation where you want to be called a Fast and Furious evangelist. <laughs> Side <laughs> <laughs> Just a side note there. Have you found your Lord and Excuse me. <laughs> side side note, if you're not a, a a visual watcher here on YouTube, you just miss Connor Kennedy's struggle to count to three on his fingers. Did I do that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it was really fun. Okay, so to watch beside it. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Mine's definitely coffee. I think I get most people into coffee. You have. You got me. Hunter got me. I think I might be an easy convert, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to realize. I I don't know. Because the thing about like this question in Fast and Furious with me is that it's so deeply passionate. Like I don't realize that I've done it until <laughs> I look down at my watch and I'm like, oh, I just pinned Connor and Gabby down sitting on this couch like... They haven't had food or drink for 20 minutes, and I have not stopped talking. It was about incredible. Fast and I was upset that it ended. Gabby and I both had a great time. Uh, man, I come back to me because I'm really, I'm just fixated right now. Like, the Fast and Furious movies are so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Maybe we should get, maybe in a second, we should give you a one minute. You're Ooh, going, you're getting cut off pitch. at one minute. You have a one minute pitch to make everyone listening love Fast and Furious. Okay. Uh, that's how, but that's you can make on that Brad. I don't know. I feel like I say the same stuff. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything like other fringe stuff that I am really into. Um, probably. Okay. Here's, here's the one. Uh, probably fresh and saltwater aquariums. Like I can convince anybody that's that there's multiple in their house. Mm. That's fun. That's a good mm. one. Yeah. I, Connor. I don't know what mine is. <laughs> fishing. <sighs> yeah. Music. Musical fishing. I've tried to convince people to like music and or like things about music, and usually they end up yelling at me, Hunter. What? Um, <laughs> just do whatever. Dude. How am I supposed to match these pitches? <laughs> like Connor is a Connor is a total pitch. <laughs> um, I could probably. I don't know. I think I'm a little bit uh, too uptight about music. I'm not I think the right type comes of person. A, I think sometimes I come across as snooty whenever it comes to. I'm music. not the right type of person to like. I'm not the type of person that Hunter's not on the, the right. receiving end of this. Yes, yeah. because if you're it's super passionate about the something, problem is I sit next to Hunter every single day. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's super passionate about something that's kind of trendy, I'm immediately out of it. Yes, he immediately. Is. Also, if you're trying to convince Hunter of something, he's that's immediately awesome. out of it. Yeah. There's, yeah. An art, there's an art to that. I'm gonna write a book about it. There is. It is a beautiful thing. It's a fun thing to experience. Um, I don't know what my thing is though. I think you want to get deep with me for a second. Uh, I think oh the reason I oh, am no. this way. Is Ooh. the reason that I, I, if I'm so childhood trauma, Dallas no, Cowboys, no, not the Dallas Cowboys, it was Barbie. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but if I feel like someone's super passionate, they're already up here, mm -hmm. I'm already left out. Uh -huh. So then I intentionally exclude myself. 
because then you're because cool. then it's my choice. Yeah. I think I'm the one that sense. left me out. I think yeah. that makes sense. So like, if people are really into a TV like, show, like The Walking Dead, perfect example. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have liked The Walking Dead, but everyone, all, like a lot of people at school, got into The Walking Dead on their own, and then as it got more and more popular, they all started talking about it and realized we've all been watching this show for like two seasons now, mm-hmm. and it got really popular. I saw a zombie show. Was like. This is stupid. I'm not watching that. So I didn't watch it. Yeah. But now I show up to Homeroom. Everyone's talking about The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I would never, I still to this day won't watch The Walking Dead. So you feel Dead. left out. You almost want to exclude yourself to make yourself Because then I'm like, well, I'm left out because I chose yeah. to be. Yeah. It was my I, choice. That's kind of like. So you, did, so, you're, you didn't leave me out. I left myself out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like. You're not stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like. Uh, I'm leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like how some people, like, uh, if they think or assume that people are upset with them about something then the way that they respond is by trying to make that person upset at them like some people are like that because i don't know well that got really sad um (laughs) fast and furious one minute pitch yeah get the timer out all right whenever you're ready i'll start it gonna do you proud dom here we go this is for paul walker So if you like cars, if you like family, if you like action, if you like comedy, if you like heist movies, literally all of them are tucked into the Fast and Furious franchise. What's going to start out as a race film that you're going to be like, wow, okay, that's interesting. Car racing, street racing, whatnot. Next movie, Fast and F- Too Fast, Too Furious. We have comedy. We're working with the cops. Double-sided. Espionage. Number three, Lil Bow Wow shows up in the film. And we're in Tokyo. No wonder if you know. Uh, it's fantastic. Love those. But once we hit the fifth film, the franchise takes an entirely different direction. And you have to understand that it is now a comedy-based action series revolving around family. Physics don't apply. We work in another universe. We're sending cars to space. We're sending cars underwater. We're taking down submarines, all culminating in a scene where Dwayne The Rock Johnson gets in a massive accident, jumps out of a six-story building. Wow. I'll have to watch the show. I need you to keep going. I'll have to watch watch the movie to see what happens when he jumps out. Does he just aim for the bushes? (laughs) Which is funny that you say that because Dwayne Rock Johnson has has done this and it did not go well in the other other guys. Mm. But does it go better in a world where physics don't apply? There goes my hero. (laughs) Dave Grohl. That was incredible, Robbie. You got me. I'm, I'm passionate about it all over again. That was... I thought you were. I'm like a little sweaty from you doing that. Uh, Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson moment. I thought that you were gonna have like a final punchline right at a minute. I was like, he even had a timer mentally going. But that was incredible. You're a few seconds over. So. Wow, yeah. you didn't even stumble over your words once. No submarines, huh? That that's wild. <laughs> I didn't. I had no clue there were submarines in Fast and Furious. It gets seen, crazy. Like, it gets very crazy. I'm the first three are like. The first two, I would say, are the core. The third one is the most polarizing of the entire franchise. Tokyo Drift? Yeah. Like, I thought Tokyo Drift was the second one. Mm. Too Fast, Too Furious. That would that sure would make sense. Mm-hmm. Too, too. Yes. And that's like where, that's and where Ludacris shows up. Luda. Luda. Ludacris is in this franchise. Like, guys, there's so many, so much star power. John Cena's in the franchise now. Unfortunately. Uh, and you can't see him, though. Jason Bateman. <laughs> Or not Bateman. Uh, Jason Momoa, big difference, uh, mm-hmm. is in this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Uh, Charlize Theron. Every Jason you know is in this film. 
Jason Collins is Jason in Collins is in there. He's an extra. <laughs> I mean, I will be honest. If you told me right now, like it would cost me a thousand dollars to appear in a Fast and Furious movie, I'd I'd pay it. I'd probably pay that. I, yeah, yeah. I, I believe the royalties would pay you back. I think. Well, I'm I'm just I'm not even gonna like it. Just like paid be back for it. Yeah. I'm just gonna be there. Uh, you just want the experience. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. If you got to, I did watch a YouTube video of them running through. Okay, so one of my favorite YouTube channels called Donut Media. They're a like one of the biggest car channels, um, and their editing's insane. You would like Robbie if you watch one of their videos. No matter how much you care about cars, their editing is hilarious. Their editors are, are so their editors are some of the best editing comedians I've ever seen. So anyway, but they had a video sponsored by Fast and Furious. That's how big they are. And they got to go into the studio and run through every car that's in the newest movie and explain how it was made and all these things. Now, it's really cool because obviously a lot of the cars are not actually what they seem to be. Like yeah. like Dom's Challenger is not um, uh, like it doesn't actually have the blower on top. It's a fake blower that's, a, that's triggered electronically every time you hit the throttle. No. Um, because like oh. it's actually probably like a V six inside of there. Yeah. It's not actually like a V eight or anything. Everything but in movies isn't real. It's still it's still really cool. It's because they. But do you think that's strong enough before? that he could pull two helicopters out of the sky with it? <laughs> <laughs> to answer you honestly, yes. Because he does. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, so it was a really cool. It was a really cool video. Maybe you want to watch the newer movie. It's so good. What were you, what were you gonna ask? say? Uh, honestly, I forgot. I should, every I, time you I said back, if you were mind, to, it had something to do. Oh with being yeah, movie. if you were to get a spot in a like your your movie series is coming out, and it's like, hey, I'm gonna be on screen during the next one of these. So it has to be a series. I mean, it doesn't have to be a series. I really like, like the a standalone Mission film, movies. and you're like, man, Inception two, I'm on screen. Uh, like, Ooh, I would have loved to have been. Uh, an extra in the live action Grinch. Because I would have seen myself in that more than any other movie my entire life. I just watched it. I watched the cartoon one, to be clear, too, like last week. Live that's action with like Jim Carrey? That's Hunter's, yeah, yeah, it's Jim Carrey one. So good. It's, it's the best that, movie of all That's time. a year round movie for Hunter. Yeah, I, I watch it I three agree. to four times a year at least. I think it's so good. It's fantastic. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. It I warms miss, your heart. I missed the question because this three is just where my brain big. went. I'm just like figuring out how many. Like foot pounds of thrust, a <laughs> helicopter puts off times two, and how much you would have, what kind of power from a car you'd have to have. Okay, what was the question? It's got a 1976 Dodge Challenger yeah. with a fake hood, with an electric, bent, yeah. with an electric blower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could he could uh, clear my yard with that thing? You, you're yes. going to appear in a movie. It's made by Ryobi. A sequel or anything like that. Like you're going to be on screen. Okay. What franchise are you jumping into? Ooh, it has you, to be a franchise. It doesn't have no, to be. No, because I chose the Grinch. Live action yeah. Grinch. Okay. Um okay. I'm either going a Knight's Tale. If you've ever Oh seen. I love that movie, oh, Brad. He's... Brad, I love that movie. I, know. I yeah. love that movie. Oh, I think oh, it's so good. It was it was brilliant. Canterbury? It was one of the first Chaucer? movies to like Chaucer? break like the time barrier between like music oh, and like the actual era of the movie the movie's taking place in. Oh, it's mm. Such a good so, movie. Mm. Sir Oric von Lichtenstein. Yeah, from Gelderland. Um I would We had if, a nineteen eighty nine Volkswagen Cabriolet that we named Sir Oric von Lichtenstein. That's awesome. I I respect that. Thank you. Um it's not a movie, but I'm the my favorite uh 
My favorite TV slash anything to watch of all time is the TV show Scrubs. So that was a fun. That was a fun show. It's perfect blend of comedy and serious, and I would be in that. I'm no Superman. Yeah, is that the right show? It is. Okay, I was about to really embarrass myself. (laughs) So so one of those two, or in the Gladiator. I'm assuming yours is Fast and Furious. I see. As much as I would love to be in the Fast and Furious, Gladiator's up there. Like it would be really fun to like. I don't know, be like the guy that gets mauled by like yeah. the tiger or something in the middle of like, like <laughs> yeah. I got this. I think that would be up there or I would love to be in Boy Meets World. Oh, I forgot that's that fun. it was even a thing. That's fun. Uh, I'm not sure what mine is, so I'll, I, I'll give, I have a answer. I, I really like the uh, Mission Impossible movies and you know what? I've been able to do with Mission Impossible what I previously couldn't do with Fast and the Furious. I think it's because I'm too emotionally attached to cars that's fair. So it's hard for me to see them be unreal, like so unrealistic. Um, not anymore, dude. I wiped it from my mind. I love them. I'm with you. You're my best friend. And so, uh, but with the Mission Impossible movies, I know they're super unrealistic, but I'm not a spy. I don't care. And so. Are you a street racer? Yes. Okay. Great. Um, and so I'm, I'm also a street so fighter. So, Ooh. yeah. Um, my So I, what I really love about those movies is. It doesn't matter. I love those movies. But in the fifth one, the one that came out, the most recent one that came out, that's not the brand new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the yeah. main car chase scene is done with my car. Ah, It's that old BMW there. I'm not exactly sure what, what year that one is, but it's the same exact body style. My, mine is an 87 BMW 535i. That one's probably an M5, but it's the same body style. Okay. But it's in perfect condition and it's like this really cool green color it's freaking sick i would love to be in that movie and i would love them to change the plot a little bit to where i was the guy driving that car and tom cruise like runs up to me and pulls me out and like he like yanks me out of there and then he takes my car and i'm just like that's my car that's my car when i was in on our we went on our senior trip um in high school and we were in Turkey, I believe. Ooh. And they were filming whatever was the latest James Bond movie at the time. That's cool. And so we were on a bus driving by a river. And there was like, you could see the whole like film crew and everything lined up. And we were like, what the heck's going on? There's people like lining the streets up behind it. Mm-hmm. We're like, what is going on? And our bus driver was like, oh, they're filming James Bond. Like Daniel Craig was about to come through there on a speedboat. That's crazy. My problem I is didn't get to see that. I I got to see them setting up for it. I feel like less of a man for what I'm about to say, mainly because I was a child whenever most of those movies came out. But I love I like Mission Impossible more than the 007 movies, and it's because again I was a kid whenever the majority of it came out, and the 007 movies were a little too boring for me. And it's because there was an actual plot to them typically, while Mission Impossible was like blah 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 jump my building. Motorcycle, like something like that. Both the Kremlin. And so that was cool. I'd probably, I'd probably enjoy him now. So that's the plot of the movie. We're that's not a that is not a plot, a personal plot. Just mm-hmm. so YouTube knows. Calm trues. I think what made me get into 007 was Goldeneye on yeah. the N64. On the N64, yeah. what a game! Yeah. yeah, that's a great game. Slap. It only. still hits. Yeah, literally. If you yeah. play the slap only yeah. mode, it still <laughs> hits. They just released it for. Uh, maybe not just, but they, I saw it the other day on um, the Nintendo eShop, and I'm like. All right, oh, that's boys. Cool. I'm gonna download it for my boys and let them play. Now, this backfired horribly the last time I tried this with them because Uh-oh. uh they were getting ready to release Pokemon Stadium, which was I was huge into 
as a kid and me and my brother played it all day every day you could like load your pokemon from your actual like i think it was probably game boy advance or something at that no ds at that time you could if it was pokemon stadium you were coming straight off blue and red like Yeah, you could, but you could. They made this like cool, weird adapter. You could plug in your game, and you could put your actual Pokemon on Pokemon Stadium on the N sixty four. It was incredible. It was amazing. And they were. I read some stuff that they were releasing it for the Switch. And I hyped this game up for six months with my my boys. They're about to be ten and twelve now. And it was. It just happened to like they released it on a Friday. Uh, my wife went out of town to do um, baby pictures for my niece like a couple hours away. It was guys weekend. It was just us uh-huh. at the house. I'm like, we're playing this game stars, all weekend. Stars man. are aligned. This could not have happened <laughs> at a better time. I downloaded I it story. and like you get through and you're like, you have to pick your own Pokemon and like they're excited. I'm excited. And it goes to the actual battle sequence. And it's like someone sucked all the fun <laughs> out of the room immediately. Because you it, just hit like a button and yeah. then the characters like, shake and yeah. then the other character shakes. And <laughs> it's like Gyarados use, you know, whatever. And it's just like literally poorly animated wave that just like yeah. hits the other Pokemon. <laughs> I just hydro pump. Yeah. I couldn't get into those games for that reason. <laughs> yeah. I think I didn't have the attention span. Yeah, but the mini games slapped in that. But okay. They were not into like the regular. And I yeah. Like, I, need okay, to hear their, the I need to hear their response. Okay, yeah, you. This is you'll think this is funny just knowing them. But okay, we played the mini the mini games. We did like the whole mini game circuit and did like the winner. Oh, of course, yeah. I won. I smoked them. <laughs> <laughs> and at at the end, it came. So we're done. I win the like the championship, uh, like the mini game championship or whatever it's called. And then I'm like, all right, boys, what do you think? And both of them like look at each other and they're like, Dad. We're really glad you had a good time with this. <laughs> they're like, That's so funny. You know, they're like, I don't know. It just looks kind of old. And I'm like, yeah, it's like 20 years old. So That's like my dad. Um, That's so funny. My dad, we one year for Christmas, we were trying to figure out, like, I didn't want it. I got, I don't know what how old I was, but probably like 12 or 13 or something where, I don't know, I just didn't have anything on my Christmas list. Came mm-hmm. Christmas time and I was like, I think I want I want a new pair of basketball shoes and like that was it. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, we'll get you that." But like Jimmy at that time, my brother was like getting into photography, so like he wanted an expensive lens or something. Like, you got more money to spend, Hunter. Like, if there's nothing else you want. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I already have an Xbox because like Jimmy and I got an Xbox like the year before or something. I was like, nothing. My dad was like, "Well, let's just let's just go to the store. You come with me and you pick out your Christmas gift at the store." I'm like, perfect. We go to a few stores. Nothing. 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 We come home. Literally, I was like, ah, nothing's hitting because I was like. I was too old for toys, but I wasn't super into video games. All I really did at the time was I played basketball and I played whatever video game my brother played, but mm. that wasn't on my Christmas list. It was on his. So mm-hmm. I was like, what the frick am I going to do? Use your list, man. No, don't so use then like the next day, my mom went to the mall and we were all, we all went to the mall. My mom had to go into JCPenney. And at that time, JCPenney had toys. Not, yeah. They still have some, but yeah. it was a similar thing where it's like on the like middle thing. Mm-hmm. And we walk in and there's electric football the full electric football set have y'all seen these Mm. so basically it's a football field just made of thin metal and you turn it on and it vibrates and so you set up your players in the formation and the vibration causes them to move huh and so you just set it up you set the formation it causes them to move and then the quarterback sits there and to throw you pull the quarterback's arm back and let it go and whoever the ball touches that's a catch because the ball hits him it's a catch um 
and you can like hand the ball to the running back and let him go. So it, it, you're just playing football, and it's just you just turn it on. It just one switch on. It goes zzz, and all the players move until uh, the player the play stops basically. And so my dad sees it and goes, "This is it. This is what we should get you for Christmas." And I'm like, "What is it?" So he explains it to me, and he just goes in this whole sales pitch. <laughs> he's like, "I had one when I was young, like." Me and me and uh, Lewis, I think was his brother he played with. He's like, we played it all the time. So much, you're gonna love it. Like we can play it whenever, whenever like Sunday football games come on. We just sit down and while the game's on, we can play. And like it doesn't take that much attention. You just put it on. You turn it on. I'm like, yeah, this is this is great. Let's do it, Dad. And so he got it. Like, it was his, it was a gift for him. That's what because I was like, I don't really care. And so we get it. I open it on Christmas, and I'm excited because I have something to do with my dad. Because uh-huh. uh, we just played basketball together, but this was like something else. Like it's mm. gonna be fun. It'd be great. And we sit down and we like play and he smokes me. Like he like sets up these different formations and like the guy's going downfield and he's just like hitting them left and right. And so then that made me like, I wanted to beat my dad. So yeah. I was like, all right, well I'll learn some stuff. So I like tried and figured out and I figured out a way to cheat the game where you just like front load and put your running back right behind your offensive lineman. And then you turn the board on and basically no one can get through to your running back. Yeah. So you just plow down the field. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. And then my dad was like showing me different routes and stuff. And we played for like a few weeks and then I just didn't care about it at all yeah. anymore. My dad was like, the football game coming, like, hey, you, you ready to play? You're gonna play? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. He's like, son, we don't have to play if you don't want to. Like, <laughs> I thought you were excited about it. I was like, no, I am. Yeah, let's, pl- let's play. And he's like, you don't want to play, do you? I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> I don't really enjoy this. He's like, oh, it's okay. You know, we can just play a different week. I'm like, yeah, we'll play again. It went under his bed and we never touched it again. It's still <laughs> my, I went downstairs with my dad to move some stuff around for my niece and I opened the closet and it was there. And I was like, you kept it. He's like, of course I kept it. I was like, we should play. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, but we're going to this football season. He'll we're gonna be, bring he'll it back be out. the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> we're bring it back the Vikings out. versus the Cowboys. Because you could also, what it was, it's a cool idea because it had like different like speed bases and stuff you could put on and it, you could get really customized with it. We never did. But you also like the running back, you could either put on a straight base or you could put on one that you could angle the front to like turn them. Interesting. So like you wouldn't oh. the at the defense wouldn't know which way you turn it because you just like turn the base and so like the front would be angled a little bit. So when it vibrates, the running back would like start running a route to like the left and saying you do that with wide receivers if you wanted. So like you could run plays where they like literally do like cross routes and then whenever you're ready to throw, you pause. You're like all right, stop, and then you throw. So like ev- the game stopped and you oh. throw at the quarterback and if it hits. If it hits the player, then you put the ball in the arm. And, like, it's literally, if the player, like, hits and the ball falls out, fumble. He's literally, like, balls live. Like, whoever gets oh, to it. Wow. It was, it was fun, but I would have rather played Madden. <laughs> like, it's the same thing, but I could actually control stuff more. Yeah. But it was a similar situation where it was, like, a, a game from my dad's childhood that he was, just like, in love with and then yeah. wanted me to be, and I wasn't. As That's per usual, really I'm the dad in the scenario. Continue. <laughs> well, I'm about to be the dad in Lucas' scenario because oh. I'm already I'm already Liz and I every night just play horse on his basketball goal, and he just sits there and watches us. Oh, well. That's how we end every That's night. That's funny. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to come to you. Yeah. Th- there'll be some things that hit, right? There, there's a lot of things that really... I'm just going to tell him that video games never got past Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. It's the latest <laughs> game. That's all you get to play. Dad, Modern Warfare 2 and Rocket commercial. League. No, nope, can't believe what nope. you see on TV. No, yeah. Modern Warfare 2 and Rocket League. That's all. That's the only two video games that exist. Yeah, right. Sorry, son. Spin, and golf. Spin the wheel. All right. It's time to spin the wheel and see who's going to be on the banter next week. Connors are always on. Bra- or Sorry, Robbie everyone. will be gone. So it's between Trevor, Brad, Hunter, and Silas. And the wheel's spinning. It's mm-hmm, spin, mm-hmm, spin, mm-hmm, spinning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Oh. 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 Sorry, guys. Silence. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the banter next week. He's All right. Up. Now it's between Hunter, Trevor, and Brad. We have a new banter cast no matter what next week, though. Yeah, yeah that's very fun. All that's right. It's fun. spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Silas and... Oh. It's going to be me. Wow. Hunter. Dang. All right. It's me, the Silas, and Connor. Trevor. The, the wheel, wheel hates Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, that'll be really a fun. That'll you be a fun. Never see fun Trevor bit. on the banner. I don't again. know. I don't oh. know what we're gonna talk about. But it's All be right. awesome. Silas Connor and I next week. On you guys the are gonna get a very interesting banter. It'll next be a very week. interesting banter. It always is. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor, what noise should we hit him with? This I think week? that we should make the sound of family. family. Wow, no. <laughs> I ain't got friends. <laughs> no, I've got family. <laughs> All right, give us a <laughs> there you go. No, make the sound that when you think of Fast and Furious is the first sound that comes to your mind. Wow. That was Dom Tretto. Okay. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Robbie go last. Brad, you got one? What? You have a sound? He doesn't have to say family, just the first sound exactly, that comes to mind. I know exactly what Hunter's is. Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. I know exactly what Hunter's right. I don't know where I'm going. Here's I mind. do. Get the car. <laughs> I now I'm now accurate. I feel pressure. That's no, good. you're not. That's now good. you're not going to more do accurate it. than Connor's. <laughs> no offense, Connor. Dude, Vin Diesel, best friends. Fast and Furious. It's been a long year. That's what my mind went straight to that song. That's why I knew you were going to say that. But I didn't want to do it because he. The only reason it went there is because he did it. Oh. I think I want to just go. I drive her family. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Now. Thank you, Trevor. Trevor hit me with a nice. Yeah. Robbie? Hey, you're not allowed on the banter. You were the wheel spoke. Yeah, the wheel spoke, Hop. Trevor. Get off. Hop off, bro. I miss Trevor. Daddy's gotta go note. to work. Dang. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next week on the banter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>